Hey guys, Riley here. Just a little disclaimer, uh, at the near the beginning of this episode I had some internet and mic issues, so if I begin to sound like a robot, uh, don't write off this whole podcast, don't worry, we worked it out pretty soon around the drink portion. So don't worry about that, it'll all sound fine after that. Thanks for listening. and welcome to another episode of Broverwatch, the Overwatch podcast by a couple of bros who like to have a couple drinks and talk about what's going on in the world of Overwatch, that game that we love to play and love to hate sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. Uh, but now. I'm, <laughs> I'm your host, Riley Turner, joined by my co-host, Eric Dunfield. Uh, that is, uh, my name is Mike. Uh, you can find me on my um, Shugunable. Uh, I'm going to place really well this season. I definitely won't place in silver. <laughs> Nick Merriman? Hey, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to being Nick this week, I guess. But... And the one, the only, the original Mike Shugunable Shagoon. Hey guys, I feel like I'm getting pushed out. Somebody's stealing my identity. I think I'm becoming a fat panda over here. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you haven't even up. checked your bank account yet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, so big week for us this week. Um, lots, obviously, season four has started. We're all, like, here and there on that. The PTR changes got pushed to live, for better or for worse. I want to do something a little different this week, and I do want to start with our drinks. Uh, if that's cool with you guys, and then we can get in, because I, I think our week in Overwatch really blends well with what we're going to be talking about with the Season 4 changes. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. That sounds good. All right, and with that, I might as well just start with the drink. I've got one here this week. Um, <laughs> this is one of those examples of a time where you start with the cocktail, and the name came later. So I got this really nice looking purple drink here. Um, I bought this black cherry soda. This like nice organic black cherry soda from a grocery store. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do with that? And lo and behold. So what I, sorry, let me go first. Uh, I added some gin, some mint, some lime juice, and just a little bit of triple sec to counteract the amount of gin that I put in there, which was a lot. Uh, which is all good and I I truly believe that everything I did to this cocktail was good unfortunately I don't know if you've ever had black cherry soda it tastes like medicine Uh, so (laughs) it's not the greatest drink I've ever made and in the fact that it does sort of taste like medicine I am going to be calling it the orchid which is the color of the purple mercy so gotta go it's a really purple drink it looks just like mercy's color and uh it tastes like medicine not my best creation but i like it it's (laughs) fine the uh the pharmacy industry's really ruined some flavors hey like cherry's just done (laughs) totally absolutely man like and bubblegum too get out of here oh Oh, yeah oh fucking take me to the dentist and all Right? Yeah. Put, like <laughs> weird stuff in my mouth. Children's penicillin tastes like bananas though, and it's really yummy actually. Hmm. Could get me some of that. 
Mmm, <laughs> I love yeah. me bananas. I, uh, my old cocktail this week, yeah, you guys have given me a pretty hard time in the past about, you know, just throwing all the shit together and calling it the architect. Um, and this week, the drink sounds like one of those, but this is actually well thought out. Spent all week thinking about it. And I have come up with a with a, a pretty good creation. There's just a lot of ingredients. There's a lot of work to this one. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I know what you might think. I know what you might think, but it's it, it's good. Don't worry. It's actually a lot of thought put into it. So this week, I was like, um, I really wanted to do a Numbani themed drink, and I was looking for drinks from Africa. And yeah, there's not really a lot that I could find out there. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I'll just look for something to make out of amaretto and other stuff. Uh, so I looked through my old laboratory back there. And um, so this week I put vodka, amaretto, peach schnapps, rum, melon liqueur, and then orange juice, pineapple juice, and cranberry juice. And it is so delicious. It is just absolutely delicious. Um, looking at all the alcohol I was putting in there, I was thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to put me to sleep pretty quick. Um, but, yeah, actually, I'm feeling pretty energized. I was originally going to call it the uh, sleep dart, but uh, I think I'm going to call it a nano boost instead. Ooh. That sounds delicious, sir. So is that, now that's not a, how many ingredients are in that? I know eight, I think. Mm. So. Eyeballs and cockheads, you know? Everybody <laughs> there. Super Saiyan cocktail, Super Saiyan. That's super funny. Um, uh, so I've got two things I'm drinking. One is an alcoholic drink, and the other one is not. The one that I'm just sipping as I cl- quickly mute and unmute my microphone is a spicy as fuck tomato soup. Because uh, I got some <laughs> hot takes for tonight. And I want to make sure that my face is like as beet red as it was uh, two hours ago. So I've been sipping down that and making sure I'm spicy and hot. Uh, oh, you bet I am. Uh, and then on the other side for the drink that I made, uh, I took a um, a take from a we- uh, from a drink I made a few weeks ago called the Support, which was uh, the kombucha, uh, which was blueberry and maple, um, some whiskey, and then I didn't put any simple syrup in this and at this time because. Like, my experience in my competitive placement matches wasn't very sweet, so I wanted to make sure that there was no sweetness in my drink to match. And I went fucking whole hog with the bitters, because I am bitter as fuck tonight. So (laughs) this is the bitter, bitter support. I... Eric, I wish I had one of those. So I, on so on multiple levels, I kind of was feeling a little sick today, so I didn't know if I wanted to have a drink and uh, a support, though, a little kombucha, hot toddy kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that would have hit the spot. But also, I know we're going to get to this later, but uh, yeah, speaking of bitter, I should be drinking. If I just, I, I've got bitters, I should probably be having a little glass of just bitters. <laughs> um, especially last night is what I what I could have been Peters having with a salt chaser. Oh man, <laughs> just a, a salt oh, chaser! I can say there's a glass of, of bitters. Uh, instead, I am going with a little healthy. Uh, I'm going with a uh, healthy tea. So I got <laughs> a nice piping hot, piping hot chamomile with some honey in there, and uh, 
I don't know. It's good. I now oh, that now God, that I hear you guys, I'm obviously <laughs> so. If jealous. a highball is one alcohol and a mix, is it a lowball if there's no alcohol in there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I mean, you know, I was like feeling I, unsure this afternoon. Maybe I was gonna go for a healthy drink instead. And then, you know, it's go time. I don't have anything in the fridge, and um, yeah, the tea's good. <laughs> Highball, lowball. I, I would say it's more like blue balls because uh, it's been a long time since I've seen you bring a cocktail to the table, bud. <laughs> right, boys? Hey, I'm hey. going to go get the bitter. Yes. <laughs> you sound like Riley, but there's no help in that. <laughs> Thanks. So, as you guys have probably heard... Some people here are a little bit salty about this season four, and that's what we're going to get into. That's our big story of the week here to this week, guys. And it is placements, it's balance changes, it's this wicked crazy new meta that nobody knows what's going on in. Um, first off, let's just talk placements, guys. Like, you guys are all done your placements, correct? No, I haven't finished mine yet. Yeah, dude. Night, yeah. night of... One day, one wild day. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> for me, I've I've so far only gotten the chance to play three. I did three this afternoon after school. Um, so I have gone one win, one loss, one draw so far. And as far as I'm concerned, the one thing I have noticed, and I don't know what this is, maybe it's just like a larger player base at the beginning of the uh, season. Very little voice chat compared to, I think, everybody's like end of season climb last week or two weeks ago. I'm finding like it's very silent. Nobody is, a lot of people are using the typing match chat and it's just or not or team chat and i'm very wondering what is causing that but that's been my experience so far yeah um definitely i've seen some of that yeah can i go through kind of you know paint the picture of my uh my rise and picture. fall yesterday absolutely so, spread it on the wall spread you that know, poop all over the wall jumped on day one um before checking out the server browser and stuff i'm like i gotta do these placements get in there um i so start out you know see how it goes i've got the rule with myself if i lose a couple i'm out for like the day basically or at least the session um so it's going good winning and winning and winning and i'm on like a four win streak right from the gate um and some matches with what you were describing, Riley, and then actually some matches with pretty good comms. And uh, it was funny, whenever we got a group that was talking, everyone was, like, relieved in voice chat and would, um, you know, maybe group up for another game. And it's like, oh, it's just so nice to have a team that's, like, actually talking and not being stupid. Um, uh, another thing I noticed was that the 2-2-2 that everyone was so strict on last season for the majority of the season was kind of out the window and people were pretty good about not like heckling each other about bad picks. So we had some really weird comps that actually worked in one games, like a one healer, one tank, some med, like who, who knows, but, um, so it's going well. One of our other buddies joins in. Now we're at six and O oh for me. 
And I'm in the back of my head like, oh, God, I'm thinking I'm going to, you know, I'm going to place platinum. This is this is maybe diamond if the next four matches go great. Um, but I can't, you know, I'm not going to go below eight and two now. We're at six and oh, um, you know, have one tight loss with our buddy. He drops out. One more loss, devastating loss by myself. So I like, okay, sit back. That's okay. We're still going to probably be 7-3. Go take a break, have dinner. But then decide, no, it's been, I'm okay. I cleared my head. It's been a couple hours. I'll, I'll finish them tonight. Two more devastating losses. So now I'm at 6-4 to four for the end of it. Um, and the end was just so frustrating. I think partly because of that, that up and down. Um, so my, my, my dream, my placing diamond dream did fly out the window. Uh, and the last couple games were like the classic, no communication, terrible, like not a, not an honorable loss, just a shit show. So yeah, finished the night a little lower, lower SR than I ended last season, even though I'd won 60% of the matches. And, uh, I, you guys saw my message. I, we got, you saw my Facebook messages to you guys. I was so mad last night um and had a few more wins today so i'm doing okay i'm sitting low gold right now but man man i think i'm done i think i'm done with this game that's it holy shit well you were definitely uh, a little like i jumped in for one game with you last night after after you finished your placements you're definitely a little a little tilty a little salty oh um, tilty is the yeah yeah understatement yeah yeah very much so but like i mean we pulled it off Pulled it back together. It was all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, today was good. We got in with some friends. Man, just like getting down that that losing streak. Oh, it gets you. And then you finish your play session. You've been playing for two hours. You then you're you're done. It's the middle of the night, and you're just frustrated and angry. Like, what am <laughs> I doing with my life? This is terrible. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so that was, I mean, oh, man. I really uh, thought I was going to keep God mode going, but... That's, like, that's... Eric, actually, you had a similar... Did you have a similar uh I just experience? had, like, I just had, like, a frustrating um, experience. Like, because like, a few games that I played, like, with, in a group with friends was actually, like, really fun. And uh, I think we did, like, one loss, one win, one tie, one win, maybe one loss. Like, we, like, we were running pretty even. In those games, I actually, like, didn't have too much of a problem with playing i actually had a lot of fun playing those games uh but i'll get into what like what i didn't like about those games but overall i would say that they were like still a positive experience uh and then like after that it was like the last games where i would jump on a healer and then everyone else we'd be on attack would be like may junk rat bastion um and like diva and then like another defensive hero and I would be like, hey, like, uh, or not Diva, sorry, there was no tanks. There was only defensive and assassins, and I was the only healer. And uh, just, like, the kind of, like, the classic shit where you're like, please, can, like, just, like, one person play tank? And they're like, no, we're really good at what we play. And I'm like, you may be good by yourself at that character, and that may be your highest win rate character, but it's you're still going to be, like, fucking potato tier if we're, like, we have no one to contest the payload at all. They just get to, like, run for free. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, the people were starting to get, like, snippy with me on comms, and I was like, fine, guys. Like, I'll change. I'll be the tank. And then I was like, but we won't have a healer. 
And then like there was people like calling out for healing. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> like, like fucking play like anything other than like your defensive characters on attack. So like that got me pretty tilted. And uh, but I still like kind of I ended it at a, uh, when everything was said and done. Um, I ended last season like uh, high 1900s. And then, because like I had gotten up to gold, and then Riley and I went on a bit of a losing streak, uh, just trying to like push out the last bit of the season. And I didn't like give a shit. I was like, whatever, doesn't matter. I got gold. I'm done. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? Uh, I might be a little bit lower. I might sit at like 1850 or something. But it, it doesn't make much sense to me that if you like win four, lose four, and tie two, and you have like exactly a 50% in your like in your win losses that you like lose like 200 SR from what you gained the last, what you ended at the last season. And it just like, it just got me like so mad when I saw that I was like, I worked so hard last season, uh, like last two weeks. <laughs> well, that's partly on me because I didn't play this for the last two weeks, but like, I, like the last two weeks I worked so hard to get up to gold. And then it was just fucking like all the way, like all that work had been reset. And I was like, well, what the fuck was it worth? So uh, I like, I was like, fuck it. I logged off and uh, I went directly to the gym and uh, at my at the community center, they only let you run for half an hour periods of time uh, so that everyone gets a time on a machine. And uh, I ran the furthest and the fastest, the fastest that I've run since the new year when I decided to get healthy. So thank you, Overwatch, for helping me burn <laughs> an obscene amount of calories and uh, keeping me in shape when I get super fucking tilted. And fuck the best meta. <laughs> exactly those two things you mentioned are exactly the same things i had a problem with so i feel like you know my games i had some good ones we had some where i'm sure the other team was frustrated and we won by it pretty handily but like close wins are good close losses are fine like guys you're, you're playing with this team like guys can we like is can, can we try are we taking are we taking this seriously are we just gonna do no no tanks no healers like great oh great tracer and genji yeah okay um no healer um, and yeah, so I had that same experience where it just felt like people weren't trying and you're mm -hmm. trying so you, if you care, it's so frustrating and it feels like there's nothing you can do. And then at the very end, I also placed about a hundred points lower than I ended at last season, even though I felt like I had, you know, I'd won more than I lost in my placements. And then that was, I totally understand how frustrating that is. Um, I, you know, I was stuck in MMR hell for a long time and you were like, we had, after you've worked your way out of that um, to get plopped back down, um, anywhere near that is just a little heartbreaking. So I'm okay with where I'm sitting now, but I was definitely pretty frustrated when I got uh, when I finished up last night. I um I feel like there's a lot that goes into the the actual algorithm to figure out where you're going to end up during these placements because I feel like there's probably a regular. SR drop, even if you do fairly well. Um, I think that's just like a natural part of it. But I think there's a lot of factors that go into these teams that you're playing with that are like, as we would call, bad players who just aren't playing to a team, uh, aren't doing the right comps, that kind of thing. And I think like I think a lot of that spurs from number one, bigger player base, because hey, season four, new opportunities. Um, number two. Um, it's a lot of people going, oh, you know what? We don't know what the meta is yet because of all these changes. We'll just play whatever and see if it works. Um, and then number three is just people don't give a crap, man. You're, you're, we're all at low elo. Like they're just doing whatever they want. They're rubbing poop on the walls. It's <laughs> who knows what's going on, right? So much fucking feces. Yeah. 
Uh, and for me, like, it was also just, uh, I hadn't seen, like, I never want a character that Blizzard has worked so hard at to be, like, just straight up deleted. But uh, Bastion, outside of his buffs before this patch, pretty much, except for a very small percent of the time, had been pretty much deleted from the game. No one ever played him in, like, high silver or gold, uh, unless it was absolutely necessary. And uh, since the buffs, uh, whether or not he's successful, he's an, an, an annoying character to have on your team because, like, if I, say, for a support player, I depend on my assassins and my damage dealers to kind of protect me from flankers and to respond to flankers and kill them so that I can stay alive. Uh, and if I'm attacking, um, if I come around the wrong corner and Bastion's got just like his left click ready, I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking trashed. Uh, so I just don't enjoy playing with or against Bastion. There is this, uh, I really think there's a thing called the Bastion problem um, in this game and that the character, whenever the character's in any match, the playstyle surrounds that character. If you're on the attacking team and there's a Bastion on the defensive team, um, you're you have to play around the Bastion. Your whole the whole purpose of the game then becomes how do we deal with the Bastion? Um, other way around, you have a Bastion on your team and you're attacking, and they're on defense. It all becomes how do we protect the Bastion? Um, it stops being about hey, let's go get this objective here, and starts being about this one character. So I think that's the the biggest problem right now. I gotta agree with you there, Mike. Um, and it's not to say that I. I think people have been doomsaying a lot about this whole Bastion thing going on to an unreasonable extent. And yeah, I, I don't know where it's going to shake out to, but I think the same could be said for a Farah who keeps on, who's outplaying the crap out of your team. And then your team has to be like, okay, guys, we need to play around this Farah. And then the, then the rest of the team will fall apart without her kind of thing. Right. But it is easier to do with a Bastion where you can just park a Rhine Shield in front of him, throw a Mercy Damage Boost on him, and call it a day kind of thing. And you know? the, the Mercy Damage Boost is a huge problem for Mercy players. It, like, it makes playing Mercy like straight-up boring uh, if your job is to babysit the Bastion. Mercy, as a character that's able to fly across the field like and just, like, just uh, saving uh, everyone just enough before they go down and finally getting that good res feels awesome but when your job becomes sit behind the rhine shield put damage boost and then heal on bastion so he can get the kills that's not fun like i don't want to be an accessory i want to be a healer i agree with you there eric i've been playing a lot of mercy at the end of last season and the beginning of this season and i'm with you and it sucked kind of today i was playing mercy and i felt really impactful for a lot of it but then one of our teams switched to bastion and i did kind of feel like well i'm kind of just not really performing to my best right now because i'm not just babysitting this bastion so that is definitely a problem um you two guys playing a lot of mercy lately um yeah while we're talking about the balance changes and stuff do you the the res change where she's got the invincibility frames during res um have you guys been noticing that like absolutely it's night and day man it it's actually night and day you don't i don't feel so much that i need to like kind of when i get res I used to kind of like call out to my team, just go in there willy-nilly, try to get a pick. I'm not going to be there, and then I'll come in and res you, and then hopefully it'll be five by five on four at that point, because obviously I'm going to die getting the res. Now I feel mm -hmm. like res, you can play it as a normal ultimate. So like, you don't have to, like, you, you don't have to, like, 
drastically switch your style of play because you're going to dive in on this res. You can just kind of go in there as your mercy. Yeah, if you have the res, maybe stay a little bit, try harder not to get picked off, because as soon as you die, that res is useless. But you don't have to just be a res bot anymore. And also, you can use it a little bit greedily. I had one today where there was only two people down, uh, but I was next, and I had the ability to res two people on my screen, and I ah. used it defensively so I could get just a short period of invulnerability, position myself in between the shooting target and the Roadhog, so the Roadhog, once we had all resed in, uh, would take the damage, and I could then continue to participate in the fight. Oh, so it adds That's... a little more depth overall to the character than totally. the playstyle. Yeah, that's, that's really smart, using it for survivability as well, even if it's not the biggest res. I know, going from the attacker's perspective, I'm noticing it a ton. I find, I, I'm finding myself, I'm still so programmed to hit that mercy as soon as I hear the audio cue for res, and I'm shooting her for like a second, and then, you know, snap yeah, happens happening. I actually, in like the couple games that I've played since this dropped, I, um, I felt a little frustrated every time the mercy has jumped in and res. Um, because part of my job playing a lot of Zenyatta is get that orb on that Mercy in the team fight, make sure she goes down. When she, even if she goes gets the res off, at least make sure the Mercy goes down. So here I am just peppering orbs into this glowing goddess, and it cannot do <laughs> anything. I'm feeling very frustrated. Yeah. It, it, uh, it's also uh, makes the res, if you use it in that defensive way, uh, like you're resing two people rather than one, because if it saves you from dying, you're technically resing yourself because you're avoiding death by using it. So then instead of a one person or a two person, it becomes a two or three person uh, life-saving alt. Oh, yeah, man. Like if you, yeah, if you avoid dying, um, I use my diva alt like that all the time just for longer for a fresh mech and more survivability. So um, I don't know if it keeps you in the next team fight or keeps you, yeah, it keeps you in the fight longer. That's totally valid. I also, um, I'll, yeah, go ahead. The one other thing about the Mercy res is, do you guys remember before we got the like 25% alt charge on Mercy, how quickly we were getting that res? Hmm? Yep. Yeah. It still comes up really really quickly um, oh yeah. yeah so now that you're not dying right away and you can get back into this heated team fight and start dishing those heals out i've been like after getting a good like four or five person res on mercy and i get to live through it and then continuing the team fight i've been sitting at a good 60 65 percent to another res at the end of the team fight which is incredible feeling you know <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have one ready for the next fight. Yeah. yeah, I also feel like this really brings Mercy back into the meta, and I feel like it's almost, a, like, not necessarily a nerf, but, like, Anna's are going to get hit a little hard by this, in that Mercy's going to start getting played more, Anna's going to start getting played a little bit less, because uh, they both fulfill a similar uh, massive heal burst to one target. Um, I mean, Anna's a little more niche and brings other things to the table, but I think... Like we're gonna see a lot of mercies in in competitive games, and I think we're gonna see a lot of mercies in the pro scene now. Definitely, and I would would just like to add, in a little less healthy way, I think the more bastions is gonna bring more mercies into the meta, just in that unfun way that we were just talking about. If <laughs> if people, um, uh. sorry, I want, I do want to point out something that you said earlier, Nick, to me while we were playing is. 
So Bastion got all these changes, and the big change was to his sentry mode, or to his recon mode, right? And then, obviously, he got Ironclad, which is the big one that's changing the way that, the like, changing Bastion, the bigot, the most. But I think people are still, at least in my placement matches, still just playing him like they always have, you know? Park him, shoot him, shoot him down a hallway. Um... I really think that people aren't taking advantage of these sentry changes a lot, and Ironclad is seemingly a little overbalanced right now, but, you know. I yeah, agree yeah, actually, with that. Yeah, his recon mode, I um, I tested him out a little bit in the training mode, just to, like, you know, see what the changes felt like, and, man, it's his, his shots are super accurate now. He does a crap ton of damage. Um, I and feel like I feel like recon mode is actually like a reasonable thing to be running around in. Most of all, recon mode is really really fun. It see it feels like just the weight of his gun, the sound it makes, the amount of damage because it hits for harder than a soldier gun but doesn't shoot quite as fast. When you're shooting a Farah out of the air with the recon mode, Bastion, it feels fun. So I don't know. I think maybe. If the like the general player base get feels that the Bastion or Blizzard's data comes up that yeah his win rate is a little too high, I think the first thing they should hit is the Ironclad. Really shine a spotlight on those recon changes and make it so that people are happy to run around to recon Bastion. You know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I totally. I totally agree with you. I think. Um, yeah. A couple really good points. Like. I think the last couple of days have been interesting. I know there's been some posts on Reddit that are just like, guys, we're done with the Bastion meta. This is bullshit. I haven't really seen that. I've had a few frustrating games and kind of stall outs because of that Ryan Bastion Mercy thing that we can't get past. Um, but it still feels... It's it's a very interesting state that it seems like it's in to me. Like, um, yeah, the major recon changes for one we were talking about don't seem like the people are taking advantage of them. There's bastions in lots of games where he has been pretty much unplayed for last season. So, but then also, and I think you're right that Ironclad, the, the combination of the heal and Ironclad, maybe the damage reduction from Ironclad could just go down like 5 or 10% or something. That might be a nice way to take him down a little bit. Um, but I, I think a big portion of it is just that like no one was playing Bastion last season. No one's used to dealing with Bastions anymore. Um, like you said, people are doing the same thing. They're parking them behind a Reinhardt shield and people just aren't like, it's, you know, he takes a little more damage now, but it's the same thing. You just got to take him down and he does less damage from a distance now. So like a Pharah rocket or a faraway soldier is still going to take care of him. So I think a big portion of it is just people not being used to, not being used to, they like forgot how to deal with bastions. So there's, there's one thing like I, uh, I want to say against that is that Yes, he does less damage now at a distance, but boy, does he have a lot of shots to fire at you, and he still does a hell of a lot of damage. Um, like, yeah, at a really, really long distance, totally true, um, but he still does a ton of damage. Um, and Ironclad, the fact that a Tracer can get behind him, put both gun guns up against his little blue shiny piece, and empty yeah. two full clips before he dies, that's disgusting. Yeah. There's something yeah, wrong no with that. Yeah, that was the problem fair. I was just about to bring up, is um, I do think it's a little unbalanced that, yeah, the Tracer should, a clip into the headshot box on his back should kill him, for sure. A pulse bomb should probably kill him, 
but it doesn't. Yeah, I'd say. Um, I, I yeah, think like, it's pretty unreal that a fucking stuck pulse bomb doesn't kill him. In yeah, and all, <laughs> and all like like yeah, and on, like uh, he can heal through like Hanzo's like alt as well, like like yeah. an alt that is like made to kill turreted characters um, through a wall before they can escape. Uh, if he's just there, like likely he's also going to be under other fire, which hopefully he will die. But if it's just the Hanzo ult, it doesn't work. Yeah, you can just heal through it. Yeah, so I do think that's a bit of a like maybe. And what they could do is just like what Nick said, you know, take Ironclad down from thirty-five percent damage reduction. Maybe at thirty he wouldn't be able to heal through that, or maybe at thirty percent he wouldn't be able to. I haven't done the math, but it's not hard math to do but we could do it if we took five minutes we do drinks but, we count our drinks uh, and we lose like, around three just so change the math a little bit like maybe it has to be 27.8523 repeating of course um <laughs> of course damage reduction yeah, it's better and than then we usually at do. least the fucking alts will kill him that's all I don't know. You know, it just seems a little sad that a tracer yeah. can unload guns into him and he doesn't die in a headshot box. I uh, I, did, yeah. I did see an argument that uh, they could keep his like actual ironclad mode still really really strong, but have it so he takes like two hundred percent damage if shot in his little blue box, which would make for some like pretty fun play. And that like if you get in behind and actually kill him by shooting the little blue box and then he dies like just as quickly as he used to, or maybe faster. Sorry, doesn't he um, take two hundred percent damage in it? It's just a headshot box, correct? Yeah, but like, like no ironclad applied to the little oh, box. Is what I okay, should have yeah, said yeah, with yeah, that. My bad. My bad. Um, but yeah, like that was one argument in that like then then stuff like Genji and Tracer and Reaper could be like a really nice counter to him still instead of like Reaper getting up behind him unloading his full clip of shotguns, tossing them on the ground, picking them up and taking one more shot. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And because and the thing is, like, if you're um, that second that it takes Tracer to reload, that Bastion can easily just turn around and lace her very quickly and just be like, oh, yeah, see ya. And then self also and just be like, oh, as soon as he starts taking damage, he can just start self healing while he turns around to shoot her. Like, he right. doesn't have to stop doing anything. Like, uh, yeah, I, I do, I agree with all that. I still think there's a, there's a, component here that's people just not shooting around. like just not oh, the definitely. same thing as always i definitely agree yeah. with you nick i think um we do it's been two days people like let's give it a little bit of time to shake out um mm-hmm. obviously it doesn't mm-hmm. feel the greatest right now but let's give it a little time to shake out and, and I, that... I just want to say that this is this is everybody who's complaining on reddit like everybody who's flipping out right now this is your fault you should have gone on to PTR when the changes were on PTR. Talk to Blizzard. Give them the numbers before this goes through. They don't have enough people playing on the PTR. This is why they don't know. Like, get, go on the PTR. Play these people. I think they know a lot. I, I'm gonna totally disagree with you here. I think <laughs> they know. I think they know more than the average person does. I think they do extensive testing in house, and they're just like, like I think the player base is a lot dumber. Oh yeah, no, I, I have to agree with that. And so we see, oh my god, we can't kill Bastion. Oh my god, and then Blizzard is just like, yeah. After a day of testing, we felt the same way. But then a week into our internal testing, we found out that 
oh, there's just this thing you can do, but it wouldn't be very fun for us to tell you. Like, it's the same thing they've been saying about Sombra, mm -hmm. like, right? I bet they've tried Sombra doing more damage, and she becomes OP as fuck, right? Yeah, that's that's so, definitely fair. But mostly what I'm getting at is just, like, go on the PTR and, like, discover these, have these problems before it goes live. Because they really do get a lot of data from people going on the PTR, and like, I, like, like, more people go on there, that would be better. I 100% agree with you. I feel like this change in general after it launched within days had some traction online that was like, maybe these changes aren't the greatest. Uh, that I, I do think more people should be uh, engaging with the PTR, but these to me felt, I was really surprised when it went just like, yep, everything that was in the, in the patch on PTR is now in live because there was a, like this patch in particular had a lot of conversation online uh, through the forums that this like wasn't what wasn't uh, wasn't a fair change to the character and like whether the character is powerful or not powerful I'm not really concerned with because like I didn't enjoy my games before the buff with Bastion and I don't enjoy the games with Bastion <laughs> now like my, it's not as much that like the character is really powerful that's driving me up the wall it's just that he's as a healer he's unfun to play with yeah I'll get behind you there um, I do want to move on a little bit more now to the changes that are we done talking about the uh, the meta and uh, our placement yeah it's, it's out of my system yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do want to talk about a couple of changes changes that came to how competitive works this um, this season and the first of that being uh, this respawn timer change that I think I think we're not really going to notice, but is going to have a big impact. Did you guys, like, read and understand that thing? Like, yeah. It's a little weird. It's like, um, so, say you're on Numbani and attackers are outnumbered by defenders, but contesting the point then the defenders who get killed will have a gradually increasing... Because right now, we've always been working on a 10-second respawn timer, right? <laughs> so right now, if the attackers are making a good long push, it was really like a fine strategy just to throw your bodies on the point and delay them a bit. Now you're going to get like an increasingly long respawn timer. It, it's been, it was very oddly worded how it's going to happen, but how and why and to what extent yeah i was under the impression that this was only on or maybe this is just where it's most noticeable or i was on the impression that it was only on the point b of assault maps because that's when you can really the the spawn point's right there and it's really easy to just keep throwing people on it and stall it out and then in a draw because no one can take the point b's um but maybe i maybe i'm mistaken no it, d it definitely says in it it says assault assault escort and uh and whatever the other... point capture or whatever capture yeah point. yeah um, yeah it's uh definitely on all points yeah so map. basically it's just like um oh shit i had something really good to say about it <laughs> it's totally gone i just brain farted real hard guys I just farted real hard, so... <laughs> Fuck yeah, I butt farted. Um... Uh, I don't think you're gonna, like... Because, you know, when you when you die, you're not looking at that 10-second timer, I think. 
they have been very vague about what the limit of it is going to be. Are we going to be getting 15 second respawns, or are we going to be getting, like, 10.75 second respawns? So it's really unclear where they balance this. I don't think we're going to notice. I haven't noticed it yet. I'm sure it has happened to me, but I haven't noticed it. Yeah, oh, I'm in the God. same boat. I played a lot, like a lot of my matches were capture point uh, today, and I did not notice at all. Oh, God, longest 15 seconds of my life. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> and then we got the other big one, and this one caused a lot of controversy, which I think is hilarious and stupid. Uh, SR Decay, you know, uh, it's been in Master... What was it in? It was in... Grandmaster, for sure. No, it was in everything... Top five. Uh, Master and above. I think that's right. Master yeah. and Grandmaster. Now it's affecting well, now Diamond. Now it's in Diamond. Well. And now instead of having to do one match a week, you have to do seven matches a week. So. So. A lot that of people actually, were, like, uh... You know, a lot of people have been, um, like, being like, oh my god, I don't have time to do seven matches a week to keep my Diamond standing up. And it's just like, okay. If you're in Diamond, you're supposed to be an above-average player anyways. I'm sure if you're an above-average player, you can find the time to play a match a day. You can bank your matches. And the funniest thing I've seen so far is a lot of the people complaining about it have already placed. So that means that in two <laughs> days, they've at least had time to play ten or more matches... <laughs> so yeah. like well, come on i don't know i think i think it's a good thing i, I think it's I, fine i just to play like the devil's advocate um part of it may be just coming off doing your all your placement matches in two days like um nick i know you're like kind of feeling this way too that like i kind of don't want to play for a little while like I, i'm excited <laughs> i'm excited to come back in like maybe like four days maybe a week or something but like I'm ready to just say, okay, that's my ranking for a few days, and that's okay. And uh, not to have that hot pressure, but I am so far away from Platinum that I don't got this problem. From it's Diamond, not even, It's not even Platinum, diamond, it's yeah. Diamond. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, same thing. I've seen a lot of people complaining, but I'm, I just, I think realistically, how many Diamond players do you think are playing less than seven games a week anyway? Yeah, exactly. Really? Like that, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's so competitive to be that good that, like, you, I imagine you have to play at least seven games a week to keep your, like, skill comparative to everyone else in that league uh, competitive, right? Because I find this in Heroes or even in Overwatch when I take a break, that when I come back, even though... Um, um, I'm mechanically a little bit worse, but I just like my game knowledge is worse as well. I don't know who's been buffed, who's been nerfed. That although I may come in as a high silver or low gold type player in either one of these games, I'm actually a few steps below that. Uh, not because I can't click in the right place, but just because my like my uh, muscle memory and game knowledge is lower. And I think it's fair to expect people of that high of a skill ranking. Uh, to be up to date and uh, uh, practiced. Eric, I really like that point you brought up, and I just want to elaborate on my feelings towards it again. Like, um, yeah, if you're at Diamond and you're expected to be that above average player, not play, and you, it's your skill ranking, right? Keyword skill. If you're not playing for seven days, 
chances are your skills are getting rusty. The other people at your rank who have been playing will beat you in your next couple matches. Your rank will go down. So now Blizzard is, a, is essentially just doing it for you. You know, because if you're not playing for seven days in Diamond anyways, you're going to go down. You're going to decay. You're just going to decay through matches. You know? Yeah, totally. Totes my goats, my groats. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you guys want to quickly touch on the uh, the new, the this this new hero's ARG? Or do we still call it an ARG, or is it just little teases? I think at this point it's teasers. There's no participation that we're supposed to like per, yeah. be part of. We can like try to we can theory craft all we want, but we don't actively do anything we just watch and go yay yeah definitely i'll agree with you there um yeah i mean we got the to-do list guys and it it did give us a couple of cool things about the potential new character if you haven't seen it the blizzard official twitter tweeted a picture the other day which was cute as fuck by the way so it's a to-do list drawn out by the this 11-year-old robotics genius who we pretty much probably said is building our new character. And um, I forget what is exactly is on it. There's a bunch of things. One of them is an Axion vocal chip, which is crossed off. And at the top, you see like this thing that looks like a stick of RAM, and it says Axion on it. So that's probably the vocal chip. The last thing on the list is a box of Lucio O's. <laughs> hilarious makes um, sense you to have a branded cereal there are a couple of things in it that uh, you can draw a lot from though A we got the color palette she's got a list of paints and she has a dark brown light brown green and yellow and those are the Numani colors it makes sense for this girl from Numani to use those colors into this machine that she, sh she says to make us safe um, the OR15 chassis, mm -hmm. which we saw that they're the robots in the Numbani airport that are all junked up right now. So one of those is the general... It's hard to get what their general shape is going to be because they're so junked up. They got Some cute faces, though. Yeah. Real cute faces. Some type of arm. a And then the Toblustein reactor. Which is also the reactor that powers Zarya's gun. So there could be some sort of gravity powering thing. Um, the funny thing that I do want to say is she misspelled Toblestein or Toblestein reactor on her thing. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> She's only 11. Yeah, if this is all like if this is all what we think, I mean, it seems pretty straightforward. Um, I saw a really cool fan mock up on Reddit of someone had did fan art of what they're guessing the characters gonna look like, based on her little drawing in the corner, the OR15s in game, the Tobolson reactor. So I mean, we could be pretty close. Like we could have a pretty good idea of what this hero is gonna look like. Um, yeah, and all the colors. Uh, I'm curious with the reactor, like, I wonder if we could have some kind of cool, like, a push, grab, an anti-gravity mechanic, if it's a tank pushing people away, or, I don't know. Um, one of my favorite things that I saw on Reddit about this character is the, they listed out all the paints, 
threw in the Lucio O's and decided it's a mechanized Lucio. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, just well, making screeching sounds instead of actual music. Just because Lucio uses like the same colors and she likes Lucio O's. I, I've seen a lot of jokes about it being like yeah. tank Lucio or anti Lucio or uh, <laughs> yeah, just mecha Lucio. That's because there's always like it'll be like mecha Sonic or mecha. I feel yeah. like that's a classic. Yeah. Meta Ridley. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. I, I'm very excited for her. I can't wait to see what the Overwatch team brings to the table. I think with this character, how they seem to be, seem to be, I don't want to, conf- we might not even get this. This might just, you know, whatever, be whatever. But it's the first non-humanoid character that we might be getting, or like, at least the farthest away from humanoid thing we might be getting. So it, they have a lot of fun ways they can take it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to see. I'm hoping, I'm still hoping that it's going to be sometime in the next week and maybe hit the PTR next Tuesday. Um, it seems like it could be soon. I was kind of expecting a, uh, not expecting, but hoping for an animated short yesterday. Because, you know, uh, yeah, I know. Jeff, had, Jeff said on the post that we'll talk about season four between now and when it starts. And then they posted about just the season four changes like at 350 or something. Right. Um, so I was kind of hoping that a short would come up. But that's just wishful thinking. I yeah. think we'll still get one. I, I don't think it'll be long before we. Yeah, I definitely think reveal. so too. I'm thinking um, maybe this week, maybe next. Like, like this coming week or the next week uh, we'll probably get a couple more teasers maybe who knows yeah I keep a, if um, you're not following them on twitter already i'd follow at play overwatch because that's where we're probably going to be getting them yeah that's where there's all these these uh teases have been dropping um one thing we kind of skipped over was the server browser have you guys oh, tried yeah. this out at all yeah man the server browser it's cool i i played some on the ptr i i the little time I've had to play Overwatch in the last day or two, I've been focusing on the competitive, so I haven't done it on live yet, but I bet it's a wild west compared to what it was on the PTR. And it was weird on the PTR. Definitely played a couple. Yeah, um, yeah I would have to say it's like a little bit wild westy. It, you can join in for one, and it's like, oh, this, this doesn't make any sense. This is no fun at all. And then sometimes you find just like wonderful new game modes that people have been playing. Like I heard earlier about um, Sombra Dodgeball, only shooting the big giant orbs and it does like it's an insta kill and people like dodging that and yeah i think it sounds like fun wait what orbs you know how they shoot like the big like sombra has her big like not sombra oh my Sam- god Sinatra. oh god fire me from overwatch I'm yeah so sorry. oh my god <laughs> yeah no the, uh, the dodgeball yeah that's funny. that's pretty fun yeah yeah, I did a bit. I did a bit too. It was a good cooldown after uh, after the old placement. So yeah, I was I was all in on the placements first before I even touched it. Um, yeah, a lot of weird stuff like just real weird game types. I jumped into one. Everyone's moving like three hundred percent speed, and you can't hit anything. Um, the coolest one I found so far was it was a kind of RP thing. It was uh, Bastion, Eichenwald Invasion, Army of Bastions versus original Overwatch agents. Um, and then I guess they had been playing with this map for maybe an hour or something. And between every round, they would tweak it a little bit to try to balance it. Um, it you know, it was just, 
you could only choose the original guys. The other team could only be Bastion, six on six. And then they would like keep tweaking the health and the damage. So it still wasn't balanced or anything, but it was a really fun idea. And uh, I could see stuff like that. You know, once you got you work the kinks out, stuff like that being pretty fun. Yeah, totally agree. And that's something we talked about on the show before too. It's doing like a battle of Eichenwald. So that's a that'd be a pretty fun thing for all of us to jump into someday. Um, yeah. The only one I played was the uh, boss. Everybody versus a boss, which was I eh, too. It, it could use some work. On it. Yeah, the boss it was definitely our favorite in attackers. The boss yeah. fight ones are pretty popular so far. Um, I did see one today posted on Reddit that was a Wackatorb, which is um, regular Reinhardt's, but a bunch of little Torbs. Um, <laughs> and the little Torbs that move really fast and basically get their alt in like two seconds, two shots. So there's just like a bunch of little Torbs running around, but the Reinhardts do enough damage to one shot the Torbs if they're not an alt. But the Reinhardts nice. move slower. So that's super fun. Um, that's kind of fun. That's yeah. fun too. I imagine as this goes on, hopefully some really good ideas will kind of bubble to the surface. And uh, the one thing is, I'm not sure where those those are gonna have to get archived somewhere else because you can't the you can't search based on you know what are what's a balanced kind of game or what's the most popular. Um, but I could see some good ideas kind of totally coming around. Cool. Anyway, guys, guys, I think with that, it's getting late and I personally have to call it, um, cause I gotta go to bed and I think Eric does too. And so as always guys, thank you for listening to Broverwatch. You can find us at Broverwatch Show on all the social media. That includes Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, uh, JDate, Christian Mingle, uh, Bumble, <laughs> Grindr, Bumble, Tinder, Grinder, Binder, all at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, I have to go. I will see you guys later. <laughs> that would be it. Uh, good timing. All right, guys. Good yeah. night. Have a good night. All right. Who wants to play some games?